All right, so we got Dr. Michael Hutchinson joining us here today. We're going to talk mouth guards. Maybe not a conversation you're thinking we would normally have. However, it will surprise you. Dr. Michael and I had a coffee last week. I got some insight into what he's doing. Interesting stuff, especially for you guys that are tuning in and paying attention to this over on the business side, the athletic side. You're going to want to pay attention to this conversation with myself and Michael. I think he's going to say a lot of things that are going to pique your interest. I'm going to transition over there. Michael's on the screen. Dr. Michael Hudson's going to join us. Not the hockey player. Not the goalie, Michael Hutchinson. All you Winnipeg Jets, Toronto Maple Leafs. I think uh, Hutch played also in Detroit, but not that guy. No, this is a different Michael Hutchinson. Dr. Michael Hutchinson joining us here. He's going to bring him in here right now. Boom. And there he is. Dr. Dr. Michael Hutchinson, not the goalie. Yeah, I think if I got on skates, I'd probably break my arm. You'd break you. So you developed a wonderful mouth guard for guys that might break your arm, but you're not getting on the skates. Yeah, I, it's something that the only time we skated in Iowa was behind a pig. <laughs> and I like my arms. They're, they I play think, golf really well. I think, we have, to hockey. I think we have to start the conversation with skating behind the pig in Iowa. Do <laughs> yeah. tell. That's right. Do tell. That's, what, the That's the Iowa joke. You, <laughs> ski and you, you ski and you skate behind a pig. So is that where Dr. Michael Hutchinson's from? Is from Iowa? That's where I grew up. Okay. Uh, from eight years old to 18. My dad was an exercise physiologist, one of the first in the country. Oh, okay. And he got a job after he got his master's degree in kinesiology and moved to Iowa State when I was eight. Yeah, and then took a little hiatus to the University of Utah when he was when I was ten, and mm -hmm. got his PhD in exercise physiology, and he became one of the world-renowned exercise physiologists. And naturally, we all were sports fanatics. I played three sports in high school. One of them was football, and uh, that's what really got me going on this whole thing we're going to talk about. Let's stay with dad. So you were exposed early age, Dr. Michael, to like human physiology and he, he, human as machines, really. Like just, am I, am I correct? Not to that extent until I was a little older, but my dad was such a baseball fanatic that when my mom and, and him got married, their honeymoon was to take the train from Southern Idaho out to Chicago, and then over to Detroit, picked up a new Buick, and then on to Yankee Stadium, where my dad was a Yankee super fan, to watch the Yankees play. And then on their way home, they stopped in St. Louis with their new car to watch the Yankees play St. Louis. Wow. So, needless to say, my dad was a huge sports fan. We saw all the sports at Iowa State, he had free tickets, free season tickets to everything you wanted to go to. There was no hockey in Iowa, but the wrestling was huge. And if you ever want to go to something yes. really exciting, you go see Iowa State wrestling match. Oh, I was thinking WWE or AEW. You're talking real wrestling. I'm talking about, yeah, freestyle wrestling. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. One of my dad's best friends was Harold Nichols, who was... 
he was the god of wrestling. Iowa State won so many state champion or NCAA championships because of him. Hmm. And the other best friend of my dad was the gymnastics coach, Ed Gagne, who also had many national championship teams at Iowa State. And uh, in fact, he was my dad's racquetball partner. They won, they won uh, 10 faculty championships of racquetball in a row. They would have won 11, but somebody stepped on my dad's heel and severed his Achilles tendon. So oh, my goodness. So he was out. But being sports fans like we were just logically drove me when I found about this mechanism in the body of physiologic job position. Yeah. It drove me right to sports because I could see that this was a game changer. This was a paradigm shift. This was a discovery that just changes everything. At what age did you have that aha moment? With the mouth guard? Even further back, Michael, where you started really paying attention to what would inevitably become the mouth guard. Well, what would inevitably become what you are now renowned for. It's kind of a funny story, actually. Uh, Iowa State was uh, the number one veterinary medicine college in the United States. And that's what I liked animals and that's what I thought I wanted to do. And so we had some friends that the students that came to our church and I asked one of them if they would mind if I went and followed them around and see what he does and see if I really like it. And first thing that we did that day when I went up to visit him is we did a surgery on a pig and I thought that was pretty cool and thought this could be great. And then he's, when we were done, he said, I got to go in the barn and check my cows. So let's go. So we went in there and, and he was super nice and telling me all about the school and everything. And then he went over to the, the wall and grabbed a big long glove and put it up to his shoulder and then went over to his cow and lifted up the tail and stuck his arm all the way up the cow's hind end up to his shoulder. And I was flabbergasted. I thought, I like, what the? And he said, I said, if you want to work on small animals, do you have to do that? And he goes, everybody has to do that. And I was just devastated. There's no way I was going to do that. <laughs> and uh, I finished out the day, went home. Dad said, how was it? And I said, oh, man, it was terrible. And he said, what was so bad about it? And my dad grew up on a farm, a dairy farm. So, I, I, uh, so I, I spent time growing up on a dairy farm as well. My uncle had one. And I spent a lot of summers on the dairy farm. So I know exactly what you are speaking about right now. Yeah. I told my dad what he did. And he, my dad had a good belly laugh with that. And, <laughs> and uh, he said, I can understand that. And I go, what am I going to do now? Oh, man. You know? And he says, well, why don't you, why don't you look into dentistry? They play golf three days a week and they work three days a week. And I'm like, that sounds good. <laughs> no, no stereotyping from dad there, right? No. So I did. I, I called a lady dentist in town and asked her if I could come and sit in with her. And she said, yeah, sure. So I went over there and he was just great. She was really a good mentor and she showed me the ropes and I got to sit with her 
and she did her procedures. And I just thought that was really something that I could really do. So from that point on, from that very day, I decided that's what I'm going to do. And the rest is history. I did everything I could to get into school. I got accepted to the oldest dental school in the country. And also turned out, as far as clinicians and, and procedures, it was the top rated school in the nation, Loyola School of Dentistry in Chicago. And so graduated from there and bought a practice in my local town where I was from, there in Chicago, where my wife is from. Mm-hmm. And I just started working and doing my, honing my craft. And it took about 10, 11 years before I, I came to the knowledge of what would then be the discovery of physiologic mm-hmm. child position. Mm-hmm. I, I've asked the question many times of people who they are and how they get there and what's been their aha moment. And I don't know if, ever, if I've ever had an answer from a guest or from uh, who said to me that the aha moment was from a forearm with a glove on it up a cow's rear end, which turned the light on for me, which was that, nope, I'm not doing that in my life. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen a lot of cows be milked. I've I've uh, schlepped a lot of manure out of my grandpa's farm. I've baled hay. I've done everything, but there's just no way I'm gonna insert my arm halfway up a cow. Oh, the pivotal moments we have in our Mike uh, in our life, Doctor Michael Hutchinson. So now you so now you reside in Traverse City, Michigan. You uh, golf three days a week. You work half time three days a week, and you're just living your father's dream now, Doctor Michael. Not exactly. Uh, never really turned out to be true. Although <laughs> I got here because my wife's family all moved up here. Her brother married a girl from Owasso, Michigan, and uh, he's an artist. And oh, some odd 35 years ago, they just decided to come up here. And it's a resort area. It's beautiful. The waters of Lake Michigan are crystal clear. And my, uh, mom and dad in law moved up here after they retired. And her sister's family he worked for IBM and telecommuted. So we didn't really need to be in Chicago. I could have a phone number and there he was. So my wife really wanted to move up here to be with her family and the kids wanted to be with their cousins. And the only leverage I had was to say, we'll, we can move up there, but I get a membership at the Grand Traverse Resort. There's three golf courses and (laughs) she relented and agreed. So I played golf once a week, maybe. Yeah, uh, I love the game. It's it's really it's like wrestling. You never lose. You you give up. That's oh, the, that's the thing. Nobody ever really beats you. It's you that that quit. And it teaches you fortitude and strength and mindset. Are you talking about the negotiation with your wife regarding that golf membership, or are you talking just... No, I'm basically traditional. She's the boss, and uh, whatever she wants, she gets. Hey, happy wife, happy life, right, Dr. Michael? That's right. I'm a well, lot happier when she's uh, happy. Absolutely, absolutely. 